if you have a Bible with you, or if you have a smartphone with you, you can click and turn on the book of Mark, uh, chapter 10, verses 46 through 52. And whenever we read the scripture, I, I love to stand and uh, receive the word. So if you don't mind, would you stand before the Lord and let's receive the word. Today's um, text is Mark, chapter 10. Verses 46 through 52. Then they came to Jericho. As Jesus and his disciples, together with a large crowd, were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet. But he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up on your feet. He's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want to do for you? What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Levi, I want to see Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. That's the word of God. You may be said it. Uh, someone asked Helen Keller, uh, some of you are familiar with her name, her name. Helen Keller was the first deaf-blind person who received a bachelor's degree in America. Can you imagine? She's a, not only deaf, but she was blind, and she pursued a degree, and she was the first woman who earned a bachelor's degree in America. And she was an author. She was an activist, and she impacted uh, her generation. Someone asked her uh, this question, isn't it a great tragedy uh, to be blind? And, and this is how she answered uh, it is greater tragedy to have eyes and not see. And on another occasion, this is what she said. The only thing worse than being blind is having sight but no vision. I like that quotation. I thought about, you know, what about us? Maybe we see the things, but maybe we are spiritually blind. I mean, uh, and sometimes I see once we had a sight, but somehow, whatever the reason, we lost the sight. Sometimes we interchange the word vision with a dream. I had a dream once, but somehow I lost a dream. And we love to talk about vision, and somehow uh, it's not there anymore uh, on this journey of what we call life on this way, somehow we lost the vision. Uh, I'm going to share next two weeks about uh, restoration of lost vision. Since this, we're, we're facing brand new year, and this week and next week, I'm going to talk about restoration of lost vision. Maybe some of you are today uh, feeling that you have lost your vision about your career, uh, about your job, uh, about your business, about your relationship, uh, maybe your physical well-being, uh, 
Maybe you lost about your future. Uh, maybe life itself. When you look at today's text, we see the blind man named Bartimaeus. I want to call him uh, Bart. It's hard to uh, pronounce Bartimaeus, right? So I will call him Bart. Uh, he somehow lost his sight, but he met Jesus and he got his sight restoration. I mean, imagine the life of Bart, living as a blind person. Life isn't easy, right? Think about that. Life cannot be easy. But in New Testament time, living as a blind person, people consider blindness as a curse from God. So spiritually, they, they were not okay. And somebody has to assist this bard wherever he goes. And he was living on the street because he was a beggar. That was her, his uh, occupation. I mean, it wasn't easy. He didn't have any dream or any vision about his life. But he heard Jesus was passing by. And he cried out to Jesus. And Jesus heard him. And Jesus asked him, what do you want me to do? You know, Bart said, Rabbi, I want to see. And Simple story. He got his sight restoration. I want to share a spiritual, simple principle today. How God restored Bart's vision. Maybe you can identify yourself with Bart. And first step is we must believe Jesus can change our given situation. Whatever the difficult situation that we are in right now, you know what? Jesus can change it. He can change, you know, he can turn the table around. Having this faith is the first step to experience to gain, regain the sight. This is putting your hope in God. Without hope, life itself is misery. Uh, without hope, we cannot expect anything to be changed. Nothing, can, nothing will happen Without hope. We got to have hope, right? Without hope, 2019 will be exactly the same as 2018. But hope is having faith that Jesus can change the given situation. That is what we need. Verse, uh, let's, let's look at the verse again. Then when, uh, when they came to Jericho as Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city. A blind man, Bartimaeus, that is son of Timaeus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He began to shout. But it wasn't just in a loud voice, but it was a voice of hope. It was a voice of faith. It was a voice of desperation. Oh, he was yelling out loud. Oh, my goodness. I don't like his, you know, it wasn't that. It was voice of hope, voice of faith. As we are facing brand new year 2019, my recommendation to you, to all of us, cry out to God. If you are in, in, the, in the darkness, if you feel like you can't really 
your, bright, your future is not really bright. If you feel like you are in the you know, pitch dark. That's the time that we need to call out to God. I like the Jeremiah passage. Call to me, I will answer you. And tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. When we're calling out to God, God will do the things. That, that things that we can't even uh, understand. That we can't even imagine. P.O.W., prisoner of the world, engraved the message on the world or, uh, while he was in the prison. This is, you probably heard this, this uh, phrase, I believe in the sun even when it is not shining. You heard that, right? I believe in love when, even when you cannot see. I believe in God even when he's silent. Often in my life, God becomes so silent. God, I, you know, I, I, I cry out to God and, Lord, do something about this matter or that. He's become so silent. I got so frustrated. I remember many moments in my life. And this guy, he's a POW in his prison shell. He, he was like, hey, I believe in God even when he's silent. He, said, he says, I believe in the sun even when it is not shining. I believe in love when you can see love. How did he get like conviction? What kind of person is he? I kind of wonder. I can imagine with stone or little you know, piece of the uh, broken bottle, he probably engraved the message, right? In the prison cell. He was seeing something we, I couldn't see. He chose to see what he couldn't see. That is the faith. That's the hope. Do you know this song? My hope is built on nothing less. This is hymn now. I love the Korean, you know, this hymn. I look up, you know, the English version. I don't usually sing this English hymnal, but oh my goodness, it touched me so much. It goes like this. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. You don't see the phrase in Korean hymnal book. But English, I found, wow, this is unique. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and his righteousness. I dare not trust the sweetest flame, but wholly lean on Jesus' name. Beautiful expression. How can I stand? Anywhere without his blood and his righteousness. And second verse goes like this. When darkness fails his lovely face. Sometimes too dark, you can't even see God's face, right? I rest on his unchanging grace. Yes, grace is what we need to hold on to. Nothing but the grace. I, uh, in every high and stormy gale. This I mean, it's, it's, it's ups and downs. I mean, it's like crazy stormy gale. My anchor holds within the veil. Wow. I love this expression. On Christ the rock, solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. All other ground is sinking sand. 
this particular fourth verse really touched me. I was very overwhelmed yesterday, looking at him singing together. I mean, like singing, I was like, wow. When he shall come with trumpet sound. You know, that is our hope, right? I mean, we have that hope. Yeah, he's going to come back with the trumpet sound. Oh, may I then in him be found. Dressed in his righteousness alone, faultless to stand before the throne. How can I stand before God's throne? I'm a filthy, wicked being. But because of his righteousness that I'm holding on to, I can stand before the Lord. So on Christ the solid rocks I stand. All the other ground is sinking sand. All other ground sinking sand. It is our choice. Put your hope in God. That's the only way we can regain the sight. Second point, we must reject all the negative voices. Do you know there are so many negative voices out there? I mean, think about this part. This guy, I mean, they were like, when he cried out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. You know, this is how people respond. Many rebuked him and told him, shut up, be quiet. <laughs> but he shouted even louder, even more. Son of David, have mercy on me. In order for us to see again, gain the vision, uh, we have to ignore, we have to reject all the negative voices out there. I remember when I decided to go to seminary after college, even closest, even family members, they were like, why become a pastor? Why do you want to be a missionary? You know, they throw all kind of negative stuff. I was so frustrated. Of course, uh, some of them, they were like cheering me. Hey, good decision, man. Young man, good decision. But many, you know, maybe I became so sensitive. They weren't really, really mean that, but I took it as, you, you don't think I can do this? You know, kind of attitude. You cannot pursue your dream or regain the sight when you begin to hear the voice of others. Negative voice out there all the time. That is important for us to hear from our Lord Jesus Christ. I love this passage here. Uh, Proverbs 29, 25 says, Fear of the man will prove to be snare. You know what snare means in Hebrew? It becoming a disabled. You become emotionally disabled person when you begin to fear people. When you begin to fear you know, people, you know, people fear her, then you are becoming emotionally disabled person. Don't worry about other, how other people see you, perceive you. Don't have to worry about that. It is your life, right? But we, we worry too much how other people conceive us. Don't. Please don't. And it says, uh, whoever trusts in the Lord is kept saved. You have to trust in the Lord. That's the second step. And third step, we must listen for God's call. It is important. In order for us to regain the vision, we need to hear God. Uh, look at the passage today, 49. Jesus stopped and said, call him. So they called to the blind man. Cheer up on your feet. He's calling you. Throwing his cloth aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. 
Jesus called bird. He need to hear Jesus calling. When God calls, we need to hear him. That's important. But do you know that God is calling us all the time? We, we all have a cell phone, right? We do, right? He's going to call you. When you check your phone, it's not, it doesn't say unknown. It says G-O-D. Wait a minute. God is calling me. It is your option. It is your choice. Whether you can, sorry, reject him or accept the call. It is up to us. When he's calling you, respond to him. Take the call. You know, sometimes when you talk about calling, people tend to think, hey, do I have to go to like a seminary? Do I have to be the missionary when he's calling us? No, no, no. You know, calling is, is not a supernatural thing. It's a very uh, natural thing. You know, we call occupation vocation, right? Vocation is occupation, right? You know, the vocation, uh, it, it is, when you look at the Latin, the root word, it means calling. So our vocation is calling. God called us as a like, nurse or you know, business person or you know, like so many others, like teachers and accountants and engineers and lawyers and all kinds of occupations, right? That is calling. But you have to understand, God called each one of us to know him. You cannot, hey, that's not my, my calling. No, no, no. We are all called to know God. We are called to be saved through our Lord Jesus Christ. We are all called to be forgiven by God. We are all called to serve God and His people. We are all called to ministry to others. That is the calling. In order for us to hear His calling, we have to be a little bit quiet, be silent. Quietness is what you need. So, you know my recommendation for you guys, end of years, every beginning of the year, what I do, what I personally do, I spend time alone. With the Bible. I keep reading the scriptures and just, just meditation in, in, in a prayer. Then I got so many I mean, you know, ideas coming from the Lord. That is what you need. Beginning of the year, KM is doing early morning prayer. Uh, four, only four days. I used to do like two weeks. I guess I'm getting old. I don't think I can do two weeks this day. But four days, but I, I mean, I expect God will speak to us. If you can understand Korean, please join us at 5.30 in the morning. Just four days, beginning of the year. Sometimes, even if you don't understand, that's fine. Just you know, like spend time alone with God. He's going to speak to you. He's going to speak to you. So many experiences. I have so many experiences. God spoke to me through the scripture, through, you know, like, through the meditation and all that. This pastor right here, uh, Isaiah said, this is what the sovereign Lord the Holy One of Israel says, in repentance and rest is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. Where do you find the strength? In quietness and trust. Sometimes we just need to be quiet. And when Jesus calls you, this is how you're supposed to respond this way. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. Imagine Bart. I mean, imagine him. He was blind, right? Jesus was calling him. I mean, if Jesus is calling me, I can approach to him. I can run to him, right? 
Because I can see Jesus. But he couldn't see. But he ran. He came to Jesus. And he, he, threw, he threw his clock. You know, as a beggar, that's the most probably expensive you know, asset that he had. Doesn't care. When Jesus called, I just respond right away. Don't hesitate. Don't delay. You know, God's calling us. Respond to him. You know, you guys are such a precious being because you were created by his image. He loves you so much. We got to put our hope in God alone because, I mean, he's the only person, God, who can meet all of our need. You know why people get frustrated? Because we put our hope in the wrong place and wrong person. Last point. We must tell God exactly what we want. Look at Bart. I mean, when Jesus called, this is how Bart responded. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked. And Bart was hesitant and, I don't know. I don't know what I want. Can you tell me? He didn't say that, right? Rabbi, I want to see. I want to see. He was ready to ask. When you ask in prayer, uh, be specific. Be detailed. You know, when I was young, I asked for perfect wife. I came up with a list. God, this is what I want for my wife. That's why I got my wife. <laughs> specific. You know, make it in detail. It is important. I'm not kidding. I remember, I mean, I just, when I was even seminary, God, this is what I want to experience doing my ministry. I made a list, and I was like laughing. Wow, this is like beyond my imagination. This is funny. I think I forgot about it. After many years, I realized, I found that note, and wow, I got answered each one of them. Specific, you know, George Miller, he got answered in 50,000 prayer requests. Because he was very specific. Not only just simply offer prayer, but he was holding on to scripture. He was holding on to the promise of the Lord. And he was, you know, like offering prayer with the word of God. Let me conclude this passage. Simple message today, right? Bart was blind. He met Jesus. And his sight got restored. That's the message. I think this is a key verse. Go, say Jesus. Your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight. See, Bart, he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. I like the passive expression. Bart received the sight. He followed Jesus. This is what I want from our congregation. Year 2019. If you have lost your vision, open pray God may restore your vision. You begin to see things. Proper way. Before I really couldn't see, but now I can see it. Even if your situation is really dark. You know, life is tough. He didn't promise, you know, Jesus didn't promise that your life will be okay. No, life is always tough. But in the midst of toughness, midst of difficulties, because of the strength that he provides to you, you just will through it. 
Let us begin to follow Jesus. That's something you cannot compromise. You know, I don't want to compromise on following Jesus Christ. Oh, you know what? My situation is really hard, difficult. That's why I don't think I can follow Christ this year. That doesn't make sense. No matter what, we'll follow Jesus because that's the only way. That's a glorious, glorious way. So we'll follow Jesus. We'll again decide and follow Jesus. That is my prayer for our congregation for 2019.